Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, Kyle Rittenhouse takes the stand in his own trial. Bidenflation has officially hit in case you've been living under a rock. And Biden's Treasury nominee wants to bankrupt the oil and gas industry. Huh. Weird. I wonder how those all intertwine. We've got a lot coming up today, and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy hump day. Uh, we are joined today by my BFF, my bestie, also America's favorite cowboy, uh, the future governor of Texas and author of the book, Am I Crazy?, which you need in your life. Spoiler alert, the answer is yes, the one and only Chad Prather. Hey, it's good to be with you. Yeah. Glad to be here. Thanks I found lipstick on the edge of my cup here. Oh. I bet it's yours. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It looks like your shade right here. I'm sure it is. Drinking up. All right. <laughs> Well, that's awkward because uh, these are supposed to be washed, but um, washed. at least it was just mine. It was like heat emblazoned on there, so it's been washed. Yeah. So I feel like this is a great time. Also, welcome to the program, uh, Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. I feel like this is a great time to share with everyone that uh, my lipsticks over at AmericanBeautyBySarah.com <laughs> are very long-lasting. So long-lasting, in fact, they can't get them the, off the glasses. Stays on the cup. Just saying. All right, go there. Uh, all right, so let's get into the uh, the headlines of the day. Huge, huge day in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Um, so Kyle Rittenhouse, I guess the, the prosecution decided to rest. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and the defense decided we're not done yet, which I thought was a very bold move because uh, usually you don't take the stand in your own um, murder case. That's not mm-hmm. usually a thing, especially when you have a prosecution that has done so poorly poorly and has had like nothing to go off of. In fact, I would say that the prosecution's witnesses uh, gave more of a defense for Kyle than anything else. The judge should have closed the case then. Yeah. When, they, when the prosecution's own witness admitted that it was self-defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what I know. are you doing? I know. It's yeah. like, what are we doing here? What are all the jurors doing here? So uh, Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand today uh, when he was, this was like, actually, I'm going to try really hard to keep it together when we watch this because I've watched it multiple times and I still get broken up when I watch this just as a mother or I don't know, maybe just as a human being. Uh, But Kyle Rittenhouse being asked about uh, the shooting of Joseph Rosenbaum and he just absolutely breaks down. Watch. The car source lot number two was. And... Did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I I wasn't. Describe what happens. I, once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side. Um, And I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski and there were 
there were three people right there. This is deep breath, pal. That's what I... That's what I run. Anyway, you, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Um, we're going to take a break, uh, about uh, 10 minutes, and please don't talk about the case during the break. What, read, watch, or listen to any economy trial. A really difficult moment to watch there. You have to imagine that, there. I mean, there's no possible way he does not have some form of PTSD from what happened to him. Um, yet there he was trying to testify, tell his side of the story. Um, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on this, but I do also want to bring up one more clip that we have from today, which is, of course, you know, when the defense brings up Kyle Rittenhouse as a witness, obviously the prosecution gets to talk to him. And uh, Assistant District Attorney Thomas Binger uh, apparently was got on the judge's bad side. This is Judge Bruce Schroeder uh, multiple times while questioning Kyle Rittenhouse. And uh, the judge, listen, I think the judge has been very, very fair um, during this trial. Uh, we've heard him come out and be very vocal when he thinks that something is going wrong that uh, is actually going wrong. And it seems to me, I mean, I say he's been fair. What I mean by that is he's, it looks like he's trying to protect this, this child. He was a child at the time, this child's uh, constitutional rights. And uh, that happened again today. Let's watch uh, the judge scolding the prosecution for risking a grave constitutional violation during his questioning. Watch. <laughs> you need to account for this. Your Honor, I don't want to, I don't want to jury here. He's commenting on my client's right to remain silent. No, Your Honor. I am making the point that after hearing everything in the case, now he's tailoring his story to what has already been introduced. That the problem is, this is a grave constitutional violation for you to talk about the defendant's silence. And that is, and, and, the, and you're right... You're right on the you're right on the borderline, and you may you may be over, but uh, it better stop. Understood. This is I can't think of the case the initial case on it, but it's uh, this is not permitted. So you have the right to remain silent, uh, but that will be held against you later on <coughs> if you are Kyle Rittenhouse in this particular case and being prosecuted by the boneheads that you are being prosecuted by, gentlemen. Yeah, so martyrdom's not the right term. Crucified, eh, he's set up as an example, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. this is another way to try to make... This is an attack on the Second Amendment, is what this is, yeah. at the end of the day. They're setting him up as, as a, the scapegoat for this whole thing. Normally, Kyle Rittenhouse is reasonably composed. I mean, he's a pretty well-spoken, well-educated, and seemingly well-educated, uh, articulate young man. He's now 18 years old, 17 when this thing happened. And obviously to have this breakdown, you can see those emotions just kind of well up in him as he's remembering those moments of what happened in that time when he had to defend himself. 
And, you know, you can't go through anything like that. You're talking about shooting, killing, wounding other human beings. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's going to be – he's had plenty of time to think about this. Mm-hmm. This kid's scarred for life, yeah. right? And he's not only that, he's scarred in the eyes of public opinion. Mm-hmm. I appreciate this judge. I like this guy. I think uh, – first of all, I like his Kenosha, Wisconsin accent. You know, bring me my jeans skirts. Like, you guys are way over the line. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, I just <laughs> like cute. listening to him talk, you know? Yeah. But the guy's solid. And I think that, as I always say, if you build a house of cards on bad logic and bad uh, bad philosophy, there's a fault line under it. When you breathe on it with constitutional truth or even common sense, it falls in on itself. So fortunately, this guy, at least what I can see, at least is defending that black and white rule of law. Mm-hmm. You know, justice is blind. And I hope he holds to this because... If this goes through and in some kind of way this becomes a farcical judgment where Kyle Rittenhouse is found guilty in this situation, you, can, you might as well just scratch through the Second Amendment because from what I've seen based off of the footage that's been released and the circumstances mm-hmm. around this, this whole trial, as you said earlier, Jason, it should have been dismissed. As soon as the guy who comes up, the prosecution's witness says, no, it was self-defense, you scratch it. Yeah, yeah um, the whole trial is a farce. It yeah. never should have gotten this far to begin with. Um, th- let's just consider this. The prosecution knew because this is their own witness, right. going back to the other, the other day, that this was a self-defense case. That means all the police knew that it was, mm-hmm. the district attorney knew that it was, the attorney general of Wisconsin knew that it was, so why did it get this far to begin with? Mm-hmm. And the prosecution knows this, right? That's why, I, this is just my opinion, that's why they're making all these stupid little mistakes. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt that he's, this prosecutor is that dumb. Maybe he is, but I highly doubt it. I think they want to tank this case at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another part, Another huge blow-up. I don't know if we have that uh, that video or, or not, but there was another huge blow-up when um, the prosecutor kept trying to introduce evidence that the judge already said is inadmissible. So it didn't have any bearing to the case, but this but this prosecutor kept trying to bring it in. The judge before said, "No, you can't do it." He tried it again today, and him and the prosecutor and the lawyer just blew up, blew up. Mm-hmm. And the defense attorney, Rittenhouse's defense attorney, said, "I am. If this happens again, I'm just going to ask for a mistrial because he keeps trying to do it." So basically, what he's doing is he's just, this prosecutor is grandstanding to uh, inter, um, influence the jury. They all know that it is with information that doesn't, it's not even uh, you know relevant to the case. So I think that the prosecutor, they know they don't have a case. They want to, at this point, push for a mistrial so they can say, oh, look, it was this judge. Like, mm-hmm. look today. Look mm-hmm. at all the headlines. Mm-hmm. Look at Twitter. All, everyone on the left, is, is they're making the center on the judge, not the horrible, flimsy case from the prosecution. The whole thing is a farce from the beginning. Good have, point. have you guys seen? Um, someone <clears throat> told me that the the mayor has like um, family members that are in law enforcement and in the district yeah, attorney's office. Yeah, I saw it in the form of a, a meme. You know, like the prosecutors connect it, but I don't know. You know, again, I keep saying the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality these days is two weeks. Yeah, right? your crazy <laughs> I mean, really. uncle Charlie with the crooked right, eye right. starting to look real smart these days. Yeah. So you see the like I don't know who unpacks all this stuff and these connections and who's related to who and all this kind of but stuff. It, you never know what to believe, but I mean, it would at make this sense. Point, I, don't put, I don't put it past anything. Yeah, because it would make sense as to why maybe the leader of that particular town would want the attention drawn off of him for allowing buildings to burn so, and businesses to just be looted and burned to the ground uh, and not do anything. And then this happened. Maybe he wanted the attention on something else so that he didn't have to accept responsibility. The issue is never the issue. Yeah. That, that's my philosophy in life. The issue is never the issue. So when somebody has an issue, you have to look at the underlying thing and say, okay, what, what are you really trying to either avoid or sweep under the rug or not deal with? Um, I've learned one of the biggest things I've learned in this political race that I'm in is that you follow the motivation, you follow the money, right? What's the deal? What's going to give the person the most attention? 
Uh, so you have people who, there are people who are loving the fact that Kenosha, Wisconsin is in the news all day long. This is the hottest story going on. This is a, you know, one of the trials of the year kind of thing that's going on. So they're, they're loving that. So obviously to the degree that they can manipulate that to make sure that it is more fantastic than the mm-hmm. reality is because the issue is never the issue. They're going to do that. You know, what, what really pisses me off about all that, well, there's a lot of things. Yeah, I was going to say just one. This. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the media, the media malfeasance over the past, yeah. since this happened, yeah. uh, we were looking at like a super Supercut of all the media attention, mm-hmm. and everybody all over cable news mm-hmm. were calling him racist. Didn't the president it, of the United States call him a white supremacist? Uh, probably if everyone I'm not was mistaken, white supremacist, uh, terror, domestic mm-hmm. terrorist. Mm-hmm. He went out and murdered people. Mm-hmm. Racist, racist. Yeah, he's half Hispanic. And he shot white people. That's what gets like, me, what? too. So I've been tweeting about this uh, over at Twitter. And that's I, I am getting so many people uh, who are who are I mean, it's a lot of BLM supporters who are just dead set that like they want him to be guilty. And I'm like, guys, he didn't kill a black person. Well, but you, they don't even know it, though. Yeah, they have no, no. idea. They have no, no. idea. Why well, you have George Floyd's, Floyd's brother who makes a public statement that he's going, they got people in the courtroom who is taking pictures mm-hmm. of the jurors and they're going to expose yeah. them if it doesn't go the way they want it. And then there was the tweet uh, that I want to live in a country where Colin Kaepernick is seen as a hero and Kyle Rittenhouse is seen as a terrorist. And it's retweeted by Rosanna Arquette. Oh, no, it's tweeted. Yeah, I was going to say, don't say retweeted. No, it's tweeted, tweeted. originally. Originally tweeted. Yeah. Rosanna Arquette, George Takei, uh, whatever that guy's name is. Mark Lamont Hill, John Cooper, Rex Chapman, Morgan Freeman. They all tweeted the same exact thing. They all tweeted the exact same thing. So what's the deal? If if that's not an agenda, I don't know what is. I mean, this this is what we're dealing with here. I don't know what these people. Like I don't know what these talking points. These people out here are drinking. I mean, what level of adrenochrome are you on? Because this is some weird stuff going on in our world right now. You you bring you bring up a good point though. If you look at the George Floyd trial, I never thought that they were. What's what was the cop's name? I can't can't remember. Derek Chauvin. 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 I never thought that they were going to get him on the charges that they. I didn't either. They were completely trumped up. Right. I I was like, oh, they're only doing that so that's going to be you know they'll start a race riot. Exactly. I was like, they'll never get that. Yep. But I never really thought about how much pressure was going to be on the mm-hmm. jurors mm-hmm. like they, they knew their homes were basically going to be destroyed yeah. unless they just dropped the hammer this case is clearly not a case at all with Rittenhouse yeah but what is the pressure going to be on these jurors mm-hmm. I was sitting there today looking at some of the details around this case and watching a little bit of it when I could but I'm sitting there thinking what if a 17 year old kid who defended himself and used the second amendment and killed somebody becomes the catalyst for people to just say, you know what, screw it, we've had enough. You've trampled on our constitutional liberties long enough. We're gonna, we were under, we already know we're under judicial tyranny. How long are we going to continue to let these people who are making their ideologies turn into policies, and and they're going to keep persecuting people for for following the Constitution and the truth and the Bill of Rights? They're going to keep saying, "Oh no, we're not going to do that. We're going to dox you. We're going to cancel you. We're going to deplatform you, demonetize you. You're going to lose your job. We're going to ruin your life. All of these different things." At what point in time are people going to say, "You know what, f you." Mm-hmm. We've had enough. Yeah. It's done. Who knows? In a situation like this, I, I will put it out here from the other perspective. Because I don't have any skin in this game when it comes to Kyle Rittenhouse. I'll put it out from the other perspective. Guys like George Floyd's brother, I don't give a crap about you, dude. I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care who you are. You, you want to dox people. You want to send people to their homes, all this kind of stuff. Listen, we can do that, too. 
You want to get down on the weeds? I promise you we can get down on the weeds with you. We've chosen not to because, again, we're, we're nice. We're trying to take the high road. But, you know, that day's kind of coming to an end real fast. So let me, just because you guys have both referenced this uh, video clip, this is, is, it, is it, I think it's George Floyd's cousin who came out and basically said, you know, we, we can find out easily where the, uh, the jurors live. So it's a live. family full of bums. Yeah, right. I, I know. I'm like, wow, just, that's a stand-up family right here. Watch. I ain't even gonna name the people that I know that's up in the, in the Kenosha. I mean, in the Kenosha trial, but there's cameras in there. Yep. There's definitely cameras up in there, and there's definitely people taking pictures of the juries and everything like that. We know what's going on, so we need the same results, man. We need the same results. Justice for Dante Wright. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I want to get. You know what? Let's not. I don't think we're quite done talking about this. So let me let me let's take a quick break and then let's come back to this. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So uh, if you own a home, probably you're treating it like your retirement nest egg, where you are building up all of this equity into your home, uh, and you may not realize that it can just vanish like that. I don't know if you guys heard me. I snapped. There you go. Like that. Uh, whenever you come into contact with a home title cyber thief. So what they do is these cyber thieves go online where all of everyone's home's titles are kept. Everything is kept online now. OK. And they go online. Uh, they can pull your home's title. They can forge your signature on a quick claim deed stating that you sold your home to them. And then they can borrow against all of that equity that you have in your home. Do not let this happen to you. All right, you got to go to Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock is the only one. You may think, oh, my bank has some sort of program that protects me. No, 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 it doesn't. You may think you joined an, uh, an identity theft program that also protects you. You did not, okay? But HomeTitleLock.com will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage, and the instant that they detect tampering, they will shut it down. You got to go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address to see if you are already a victim. If you are, you got to use promo code radio. You will get 30 free days of protection. That is promo code radio. I don't know why it's promo code radio. This isn't a radio program. It's fine. Just use it. Okay. Promo code radio at hometitlelock.com. So we just watched uh, George Floyd's cousin just kind of, you know, just low key make a threat that, uh, hey, we find out where all of the jurors live and uh, we look if we don't get the justice that we want, which, again, it is just so bizarre to me because this isn't it, this isn't a case like George Floyd where they even had a, uh, a minority, a black person who was, you know, died on camera that they can point to. And this is why I mean, they were rioting because of Jacob Blake over in Kenosha, but this was something that, I mean, these were Antifa people. In fact, I believe that uh, Rosenbaum was a convicted child molester, and uh, the other gentleman, gentleman, that's me being kind, uh, that Kyle Rittenhouse shot also had a rap sheet. So these were not, these were Antifa members. These were not good people. These were not, I don't think, people who, like, would particularly hold up uh, black rights, really, if it came down to it. And still, again, you, like, they get it into this black and white uh, viewpoint where that's all that they can see. That's all yeah. that we're supposed to see. That's all that they can see. And now you have uh, George Floyd's cousin threatening the jurors, basically. Yeah, I, and the 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 disconnect in the narrative on how they're so, like, everything you've pointed out, they, they, they don't know they no. didn't kill a bunch of black people. They I just literally don't. had someone tell me earlier also that he killed six people. Right. <laughs> I, like, well, 
It's well again. Okay. I, I go back to the way the media handled this. Yes, like yes, like yes, they're just yes, saying 100%. they're saying that a 17 year old terrorist white supremacist mm-hmm. racist is running around killing people. Everyone assumed that meant black people. There were none. I mean, he was there to provide medical support right. and to protect that business, specifically that one like, like a car dealership. Yes. You should have saw some of the questioning from the prosecution today when they were cross examining uh, Rittenhouse. It was laughable. They were like, "Oh, so you bolted and started running? Um, you know, when there was a fire, why were you running?" from the fire and he's like because it was a because fire, was a fire. <laughs> and like so I'm like but like most people are like wait a minute it wasn't a mostly peaceful protest right, what right. Do you, what, what's this fire you're talking about right, right. half the country just doesn't even know from yeah. the way this has been reported well so there I mean to your point Jason there are so many people uh, who are putting such a low priority on private property rights I think that 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 is like a huge part of this trial is like they're like well he shouldn't have been there well he came looking for something well he started it and it's like no I think the people who were starting it were the people who were burning down businesses for no reason or people are just supposed to stand around and watch their businesses get burned to the ground and not do anything that's exactly what you're supposed to do like that's (laughs) what the mainstream is telling you that's exactly what you're supposed to do you're you're supposed to people go out and act like idiots burn things down by the way you will own nothing and you will be happy about it i mean here's the start of it you know it's that Let's go Brandon philosophy. We know the crowd was saying F Joe Biden, but no, NBC said, let's go Brandon. You don't believe what you hear and see. Believe what we tell you to believe. And that is the narrative. So burning down communities is okay. It's a mostly peaceful process. It's just like, what's the gal from uh, CNN when she was there in Afghanistan? And she said, you know, these people are kind of angry, but right now they're, you know, yeah. they, they want to brutalize and rape me right now. But right now they're being polite. Right now they're nice. So that's all I know. It's just, yeah. that's the insane of the media, which is, again, another tyranny that we're under, is the media tyranny and big tech tyranny with social media that is that is brainwashing all of us into what we believe. Um, we'll see. I mean, O.J. Simpson really did a great thing for the judicial system in the United States of America. Again, because, again, you had to find him not guilty, right? You had to. Or Again, L.A. was going to be on fire. And then, of course, the George Floyd thing, another upstanding individual. You had to make sure he was guilty. So on and on. We can go and go and go. I don't remember what color was the uh, DC sniper. Him and his son. What color were they? They were black. black. Holy crap! Mm. It's amazing. Hmm. They must have been white supremacists. But, well, those black white supremacists—you got to look out for them. Yeah. Uh, Jason, I so I was tweeting about this, and I said because you know if. I think if justice is served, he will be found not guilty uh, on these murder charges. And I said, you know, I 100 percent of the people who riot when he is found not guilty will have watched zero minutes of the trial because they will have no idea. Um, And I actually I'm sorry, I didn't call them people. I said 100 percent of the animals who will riot after he is found not guilty. And I got so many people who were like, oh, animals. What did you mean by that? And I'm like, what do you mean by it? What do you mean by it? Because I mean people burning businesses to the ground, people throwing bricks in windows. That's what I mean. What do you mean? What exactly do you mean? Am I the racist? No, I think that's you. Kind of like the animals that were trying to kill Rittenhouse when he defended himself. Exactly. What what color were they, Chad? Exactly. White? (laughs) They were white. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. God, it drives me Freaking insane. Uh, all right, let me, before we have to go to break, let's go to this Bidenflation. Uh, United States inflation hit its highest year-over-year surge in more than 30 years last month, <laughs> according to uh, the Department of Labor. The Consumer Price 
index surge. It's just a cool 6.2% from October 2020 uh, to last month. This is the fastest annual rate since 1990. Uh, inflation just during the month of October surged 0.9%, driving the year-over-year rate above the 5.9% that economists predicted. Um, and I, I just want to, so like we all, we all have to fill up our gas tanks, right? We all have to go to the grocery store. I would just like to say, I don't know if you guys are going to bring it down if you're very pessimistic about this, but I would just like to say, usually I find the Nextdoor app to be just awful, Um, But I did see someone complaining about a local restaurant whose prices had doubled and there were 346 comments and almost all of them were like, well, what do you expect when uh, you have this administration in here who is doing all of these things and let's go Brandon and all of these other, you know, comments. And I was like, I think people are waking up to why this is happening. (laughs) Do you really think there's 38 percent of people polled that believe that Biden's doing a good job? No. I mean, 38 percent, that's dismal as it is. But we know that those polls are run by people that have a lean Mm -hmm. to them. I mean, they're they're, they're biased. Maybe seven. Look, I don't know what rich white neighborhood in Delaware they're polling to say that Biden's doing a good job. Maybe maybe eight or nine percent of the morons out there that are licking the windows alongside poor Joe, uh, they might think so, but they're not paying attention. Well, twenty percent of the people that they polled also had the last name Biden. Uh, so. I want yeah, out, out of the six hundred people polled, yeah. forty eight that were Bidens. Yeah. I want to ask you all a very serious question because I don't know the answer to this. It's very serious. Is there a single thing that Joe Biden has done that is successful? A single thing. I mean, look, if you want to look at it like, because, I don't know, maybe people who, just playing devil's advocate here. I, who I want you to some, tell me. I'm okay, so pe- no, I was just going to say people who would believe in this globalist idea would say, yes, he is being successful at all of the things he's doing. He's shutting down the oil and gas industry, which we'll get to his treasury nominee later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, I think he's, he is positioning the United States to be exactly where they want well, it, it, yeah. to hand the globalists a gift. Right, so Let I would the say UN that is successful. Yeah. Let the U.N. run it. But I mean, I mean, to the average person with common sense that could look at, no. could no. point to a no. number, no. a percentage or a statistic and say, okay, no. that decimal point got moved over because he did it right. Uh, I, no. I think a person who does not pay attention would say, uh, you know, they keep touting these uh, jobs reports. And it's like, yeah, when you tend to shut the entire economy down, yeah. you got to add those jobs back at some point. I don't think he gets credit for that, but right. they don't know that. And, and, and those inflation numbers, are way off. So, mm-hmm. so this yeah. is they're saying this is the biggest increase in what thirty years or something like that. Yeah. I want you to go to shadowstats.com. That shows you the true inflation number. So basically, what the this is a quick little magic trick that the government did. They recalculated during Jimmy Carter era how they calculate inflation so that it wouldn't seem so bad. That's cute. Now, what shadowstats.com does is it goes back to that nineteen eighty pre nineteen eighty method. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it now, it's well over fifteen percent. Oh, good. It's bad. Yeah. And we're, this is the consumer price index. So okay. this is, what do you spend on groceries? What do you spend on gas? What do you spend on, on mm-hmm. things like Your Thanksgiving turkey. regular Americans mm-hmm. spend money on and what, what they get hurt on? Yeah. This directly you know, affects them. Right. It affects us. Right. We, and we a have a worse. fresh batch of the I did that Joe Biden stickers coming in to watch Chad.com. So, <laughs> I need yeah. to get some.
Yeah, we we got we got a ton of stickers coming in. There's a there's a do I have a couple seconds? Yeah, yeah. There's a bigger enemy here than just the Biden administration on what's happening with the economy right now. Now, what the Biden administration doing is making it worse for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, But this goes back to the way the Fed has handled uh, monetary policy pretty much forever. But going back to the financial crisis where they thought they could just pump money, pump money, pump money, continue to do it. Look. Glenn's been saying this for a long time. This is a long time coming. Right. Like, we're just now getting into it. It's going to get worse. Yeah. So we have to start trying to figure this out. But, I mean, uh, the, the lockdowns, COVID-19 lockdowns, that was a planned forced recession. Mm-hmm. It wasn't of, oh, let's do this and we might go into recession. They did recession on purpose to keep mm-hmm. us indoors. Yeah. Then they just pumped up money, kept flushing it out there to hope, hopefully, that that would re-stimulate the economy. Well, it's brought us even worse inflation. Mm. So what is the Biden administration's plan for that? Oh, let's just, can we have $3 trillion for an infrastructure plan? Okay, one point. Who, it's, once you get over a trillion, what, Matt, what's, right, what's the right, difference? Right. Just, right. just add a few more. Yeah. Th- this, that's their plan to transition this economy going forward. Yeah. It's going to get worse. I, and I told Glenn to say that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Wow. Of course. Everything Glenn says is smart. <laughs> all right. We've got more to come, including we're talking about all of this inflation and Biden's plan. Let's listen to uh, Biden's Treasury nominee Oof. herself say that the, the goal here, really, is to bankrupt the oil and gas industry. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, uh, Built Bar, look. All I have to say is Thanksgiving is coming up, and there may be some of you who already know that on your New Year's resolution, you are going to need to lose some weight. I just, I'm not, like, targeting anyone at this table. I'm just saying (laughs) maybe... That is messed up, man. That ain't even a microaggression. You can't write at <laughs> me like that. Microaggression, what you need in your life. Damn. Person who will not be named is Built Bar, all right? Don't go to the cherry pie. Go get a cherry barcia over Ooh. at Built Bar. Yes, because these are healthy protein bars. They are like 130 to 180 calories four to five grams of sugar, they've got a ton of protein, and they taste like you're eating a candy bar, so you're gonna feel like you are cheating on your diet, but you're not, and your waistline will not expand, all right? You gotta try Built Bar. You can go to uh, built.com, use promo code NEWS15. By the way, guys, uh, there is a crew member here who I gave him some, because I am the Built Bar dealer. He sent them <laughs> home to his children, and his children ate, ate them right up for dessert, and they were eating something healthy, okay? You gotta get that in your life. You can give it to your kids knowing it is good for them. Go to built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. There is a new unearthed video of uh, Joe Biden's Treasury nominee who uh, said that she wants to bankrupt and starve the oil and gas industry. I mean, you know, for a higher <laughs> purpose, okay? It is to save the climate, obviously. Let's watch her talk about that. Watch. For certain. Uh, troubled industries and firms that are in transitioning. And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we, we want, want to tackle climate change, right? Mm, okay, so this is obviously, so this is a, she's the nominee for a key <clears throat> role in the Biden administration, in the Treasury uh, office. This is the nominee to lead the office of the comptroller of the currency. By the way, uh, she they discovered she also had a Marxist paper that she wrote in college and a passport for radical pres- progressive initiatives like and, and the National Investment Authority proposal. What? And what's that accent? Do you know what that accent is? It sounded Russian. 
It's Russian because mm-hmm. he was she was educated in the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like mm-hmm. uh, so going back, I don't know how much you've talked about this, but uh, she wrote a paper. On, Are you saying this is Russian collusion? <laughs> yeah, right. The real Russian. This is collusion the real Russian. Right Imagine if Trump had appointed <laughs> exactly. somebody. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, that would actually be the narrative. Yes. But, so she wrote a paper uh, back in the day that a lot of people are hitting her on. But her proposal was to completely reorganize the way the U.S. banking system works, mm-hmm. to where people would, when you go for a loan, you wouldn't go to your local credit union or whatever. You could only get loans from the Fed. So they would, if the Fed would control everything, it would destroy all the little banks, all the banks in your hometowns, all the local banks would be completely destroyed and gutted. You'd go straight to the Fed. Mm-hmm. So that way the Fed can track every single purchase that you make, every loan that you get. This, this lady is insane. And this is who he's nominated. I didn't think that he was going to nominate her because they have no chance in hell of actually going through. But they're going through with it. And I want to say this right here. You have to look at this in a macro level. She's just talking about their climate change uh, industries that they're targeting. So coal, you know, uh, all, all, the, all, all those, oil and gas, all that. But that's just part of the E in ESG. There's also social and governance. They're going to regulate them all based off of those scores. So if you don't fall in line, let's say you don't have enough, let's say you have way too many white males in your company, you get a low score, she'll say the same thing. Yes, we want that industry to go bankrupt. Right. That's the direction this is going in. This, this is the great reset. That This is what they want to do. We're here, Chad. My company has only one white male working for it. Okay. <laughs> well, it's technically not true. Sometimes I do contract work, but yeah. Uh, you know what they should do? Like, you got to score people. What they should do is everybody went to that uh, thing in Scotland the other day. Yeah. 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 Except Gavin Newsom. So, so they should give everybody, don't get me started on that. Uh, uh, I'll get you in trouble on this show. Um, they should give everybody. Everybody should have a score. Like they should have a score on their carbon footprint and like how they, like every, like, like John Kerry cute. shows up. Mm-hmm. From his private, from uh, his the private guy, jet. What is the guy that created the internet? Al Gore shows up. He's <laughs> like, they give everybody a carbon foot, footprint when yeah. they come in there. That'd be very And like, cute. if they're like over forty, they get flogged or some some kind of deal. Like, they get taught the lesson. They get reeducated. Right. Kind yeah. of, I mean, if you really believed in this crap, then yeah. that's what you'd get. Kind of like Bezos was cracking me up with your point. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but Bezos, he, he's one of the people that were at COP twenty six. There's some of the people that are saying that the, all the uh, you know the water is going to swallow up all the islands. But he and his new girlfriend just bought a Ball brand island. new yeah in Hawaii, mm-hmm. like right there on the beach. So yeah. do you really believe in it? Yeah. Maybe they should get docked a few points in that score for yeah. that crap. They, they really should. The logic is bad. But look, we live in a fake world. World, right? We live in a fake world. So we have fake currency. Um, we have a fake president. We have a... Uh, he ain't doing things. Uh, and so... And by the way... Most popular president of all he, time. <laughs> 81 million votes. Friggin' How head. could you not believe that that was true? Look at him. Adelbrain. Look at him. Adelbrain. He knows exactly what's going on. He puts pudding in his mouth and somebody has to move his mouth to chew it. That's the whole deal. Uh, but... All of this kind of stuff, it's, it's a fake world we're living in. Like, he slept through the climate conference. So, I mean, he was, though, an aide had to come wake him up. That's how important that, that was. Yeah. But, but the thing is, uh, when you look at a deal like this, Jen Psaki came out, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, before she got fully vaccinated COVID, and said that <laughs> the Biden administration wants to fundamentally change. Where have we heard that phrase before? Mm-hmm. The Obama administration mm-hmm. change America. She said fundamentally change the economy. Yeah. So this is what we're seeing. When you start hearing fundamental change, we got a problem. I'll tell you what you fundamentally change it to. You know, in the last three or four months, we've printed more cash than all the years of the history of the United States combined together. 
Uh, stop doing that. Like fundamentally change the way you're spending money that's not <laughs> that's, there and they, not theirs. And that includes wartime. Like exactly. in World War like II. Even in war. war. It's insane. In war. And what are we spending it on? Because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but China now has the biggest army and the largest navy on the planet. Okay, but did they name a ship Harvey Milk? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. We need a good war because we need to raise some money at this point. <laughs> No, and, and had a transgender come christen Harvey, right. the, Har- the yeah. USS Harvey Milk. Like, maybe they could blow us off the face of the we're, planet, but are we're, they hey, Listen, they're, build, they're building battleships that look Peter just Ruff. like the Harvey Milk <laughs> in the deserts in North China, and they're dropping bombs on them. Uh-huh. I don't know why uh-huh. they would do that, because they're our friends. Right, right, right. Everybody wants to get along. I mean, they're sending hypersonic missiles that travel at Mach 5 up into low orbit. So, you know, Mach, the beauty of Mach 5, so inter, intercontinental <laughs> ballistic missiles travel at about Mach 20. Like, they're smoking because they got to get them there quick before you can knock them down. The ones that travel, they figured out you could travel slower, keep them in a low orbit, and when it gets over you, they just drop it and let God, let gravity do the work. And we're like, holy crap, we never thought of that. This is the world we're living in, man. Oh, China's right. ready. Yeah, they are. We're well, woke. Please. I, is that the right word, use of that word? Yeah. Okay, good. Please. We've got, we've got USS milk, okay? I... I, I uh, my pronouns are she, uh, the, she, it. Okay, I just want everybody to know. Thank you. Mine are your. Uh, you mom. can get you can get that you can get that shirt at WatchChad. Yeah, the, she, it. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold Group. So, as we just told you guys, inflation is crazy right now. It is at the highs of the last couple decades. And of course, uh, in spite of that, Democrats are pushing for another massive spending plan. So um, if you are totally freaked out about the impact this additional spending is going to have on already high inflation, number one, you're not alone. All right. Number two, you need to protect your savings. You got to diversify your savings into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They are the company that I recommend for precious metals. They have an A plus rating with the BBB. They have a ton of five star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers. They can help help you protect your hard-earned savings. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any penalties or tax implications. You got to get on that. Do not wait until it's too late. Get started on protecting your savings with a gold in a tax-sheltered account. You can request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word Y to 989898. That is 98 three times. Okay, it's very easy. It is 989898. Text the word Y to get your free info kit. Do not wait until it's too late. Text the word Y, 989898. Uh, Seattle Public Schools announced that uh, yesterday there would be no school on Friday due to a staffing shortage. They said Seattle Public Schools will be closed on Friday, November 12th. We are aware of an unusually large number of SPF staff taking leave on Friday and do not believe we have adequate personnel to open schools with the necessary environment for high-quality learning. This is a change from the published schedule, and we recognize the late notice creates challenges, uh, challenging circumstances for many families. Um, and uh, by the way, uh, this is following the vaccine mandates that uh, Governor Jay Inslee instituted. Thousands of employees across the state were fired for noncompliance. And um, let's see, there was a there was an October 18th deadline. So is this about the vaccines or is it just a coincidence that Seattle Public Schools has to literally cancel class? 
lot of the, a lot of those coming up lately. Yes. Where they they don't want to say they it. don't say it. Yeah. They're like, like, oops. For the airlines, it was like, oh, it was the winds. Yeah. The, the, those damn winds again. And then the Shoot. and then the other airlines are like, we're fine, we're fine. bro. I don't like. What are you talking about? And they're like, yeah. no, it's the trust is it's just the winds. The winds. Why are you flying? <laughs> we're safe. Yeah, Gavin Newsom had a family event. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, he just discovered he has young children, and it was Halloween. Which always comes on a different uh, a different day, Halloween. It's not always October thirty oh, okay. first. So he like, had no- like he knew about the kids. Like he, he didn't pull no. like a Hunter Biden thing. Maybe I don't know. You know, but it, a, you know, it, he just discovered a stripper it was named Halloween, Dallas that was in Washington right. from Arkansas. Right. That kind of thing. Um, but weren't they out of school all the last year? Like, I, like <laughs> yes. Like, why do you have to make the announcement about that? I mean, your, your kids are pretty much at this point used to being out of school. Well, I mean, that's not, a, that's not like a good thing, though, Chad. Well, maybe, I mean, it's public school, so we all know how I feel about public school. But yeah. still, the kids should, I mean, your taxes are going for these schools to be open. Man, I, but like, they my be dream open? in life is for Seattle public schools to be shut down forever. I agree. <laughs> I agree, but, but then don't make the people pay the damn taxes. That's what bothers me. But I think never people. Okay, so so at that event that we were at this weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, you know that I'm not even going to give him uh, the exposure of saying his name. But the Mm -hmm. liberal that was on my panel that was like, "Well, my my kid shouldn't have to be forced to go to school with your kid because he's a bioterrorist threat," and it's like, bro. First of all, uh, vaccinated people are also bioterrorist threats. If you want to take that route, but also. I'm totally fine with my kid not going to public schools if you'd like to just take the tax money away, right? <laughs> like, I can, I'll opt out. I'll opt out. Give me my damn money back. And you can go to your damn public school. Like, I don't have a problem with that at all. No. Just just don't make me pay taxes for a service that I am not receiving. If we pulled all of our kids out of public schools, like, tomorrow, within six weeks, they'd have those kids left over goose-stepping. I mean, that, that's the kind of indoctrination that'd be going. <laughs> Would you send your kids to a concentration camp every day? Like, because, oh, I've got to go to work. I gotta, I gotta, right. I gotta have right. a job. I gotta right. pay the bills. Well, to pay I'm, gonna, bills. I'm gonna put the yeah. kids at the concentration camp all day, every day. Or the re-education camp, as they're doing in China. Are you gonna do that? Because, again, so, so we talk about this about other countries like we look at uh, Xi Jinping he believes that the Hun the Hun race is the superior race that's why the Uyghur the Chinese Muslim Uyghurs are enslaved and stuff like that and so on and so forth and so they have re-education camps yeah. so now if I told you that the public school system is a re-education camp for your child to brainwash them because it's built on the Dewey and Man's system of socialism and humanism in order to turn them into communist Marxists would you would you say mm, no they're in there they're like you're dropping a little Johnny off at the curb every morning but he's coming home guess what every day he's a little more woke is that the right use of that word yeah okay <laughs> and so then he's gonna again he's gonna go off to these higher education campuses of, of colleges and universities he's gonna graduate after four years five years with a degree in undecided he doesn't know who he is or what he's going to do in life so he's going to just siphon um, my wealth off of me in order to to continue to exist uh at what point in time do you sit back and go this system doesn't work the tree has grown through the house let's burn the whole thing to the ground and start over and that may look like a co-op it may look like a charter it may look like a homeschool it may look like a private school whatever it may be at the end of the day are your kids not worth you not having the latest freaking iphone the crazy thing is is that that what the thing you just laid out which you laid it out very well was supposed to it, it started <laughs> sure did, it, start, it started at the university level and it was a woodrow wilson initiative mm. to 
to hate quote, that guy. I hate that guy. To quote, make the child more the more unlike the parent as possible. Indoctrination is mm-hmm. what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to stay at the university level. Well, they overstepped and they went down into public schools, no. elementary, junior high, high school. But we might not have never even known about it, or people like us knew about right, it. But right. But the but the masses wouldn't have caught onto there. it. Yeah. Except for what they did with the lockdowns and yeah. COVID nineteen. Yeah. Like that brought everything out. It galvanized and it won the Virginia yep. governor race. That's yeah. why I keep yeah. saying go. Yeah. No. Sorry. We gotta we gotta take a break. We'll be back. I want to put that back up because. chat on the topic of getting your kids out of public school. Okay, so there's a lot of people out there who say, well, I can't do it because I've got to keep the job and i got to do all this kind of stuff. Okay, so I understand the price, but count the cost. At the end of the day, it's going to cost you way more than what you're giving up right now. Uh, this, this is the next generation. What do you want to be a generation from now? We're the only country that has ever had this idea that has been successful for this long. Once it's gone, it ain't coming back, right? And it's going to count on this next generation to carry that torch. Folks, you got to do this. Uh, you you got you to hold your feet to the fire. Get involved if that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, people are waking up. I say keep the Zoom cameras going in the classroom. If you're going to keep mm-hmm. if you're going to keep going, keep the Zoom cameras mm-hmm. on. Mom and dad can check in at any given time. We have people. I've been in small town Texas. I mean, small town Texas. People are moving from California. They're coming in. They're going in running immediately. They're running for school board mm-hmm. positions, yeah. or they're getting involved. You know why? Because they're trying to turn Texas at the small town level. This mm-hmm. is in Dallas, El Paso, San Francisco, Houston, uh, you know, San Antonio, or Fort. Worth. This this is small town Texas, Princeton, Texas, where they're doing these kind of things. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's happening. We got to do the same thing. Yeah. By the way, I, I was a single mom myself. Those of you who have reached out to me, single mom, I worked two jobs so that I could make sure that my child was in a school that was not public indoctrination. You can do it too. I promise. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.